insurance town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon and the host of this podcast. You guys have made it. You've arrived. You're here in Insurance Town. Thank you so much for being here today. Before we get started, let me tell you about my awesome show sponsor in Canopy Connect. They are your one-click solution to get those deck pages that you need to quote your prospects. Uh, you can get all the policy information that you need instead of having that back and forth intrusive conversation with each one of your prospects. If that's something you're interested in, go to usecanopy.com or go to app.usecanopy.com backslash Heath to get your discount, to schedule a demo, all that kind of stuff. Tolga is awesome. You're going to love it. Uh, today's show uh, is going to be a great one. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mike Stromso. Uh, Mike Stromso is the author of the book, Unstoppable Profit Producer. He also has a program that he can teach you, and he talks with agents every day and helps them improve. Uh, he has his own agency he's had for over 18 years uh, called the Living Agency Laboratory. Um, he has three Ps that he talks about, people, processes, and promotion. You're going to hear more about that along with some own uh, personal, you know, exciting things he's got going on in his life with the Cousins Camp. Uh, it's awesome. I can't wait for you to hear about it. So I'll get out of the way. Without further ado, my man, Mike Stromso. Mike Stromso, how you doing, my friend? Fantastic. How you doing, Heath? Man, I am good. You know, I fanboyed out last night. I, uh, I get this package dropped off and my wife's like, hey, you got some book. And I was like, some book? So I opened it up, and it was the Unstoppable Profit Producer. And not only was it that, it was signed by yours truly, man. And then I got to ask you this before we get into this. Yeah. I'm looking at the back. Joe Theismann, Kevin Harrington, Claudia McClain. You got some big-time people back here. Did you uh, – Mike, Mike Stromso, I've got – you might be the most famous person that I've had on the podcast. No, I'm, I'm not – I don't consider myself famous. I just consider myself less fortunate and grateful to know some uh, well-known people and, if you will, famous people. That is incredible. So, uh, and I know from what I know of you and the conversations we've had, you're definitely not the fame seeker type. Um, and so I do appreciate that about you. One other question I do have to ask you before we even get into the podcast, and I'm sure people are listening like, what? But I am fanboying out. Have you ever met or do you are you a fan of Jim Rome. Are you talking the sports radio guy or yeah. I, I spent a lot of years listening to Romy. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you know this or not. Romy's got San Diego roots. Yes. That's why I was asking you. Cause I know you're kind of in between there. Aren't you around Temecula area? Well, San Diego is about uh, six, 60 miles South of us. Okay. And then, so you're closer there than you are in Los Angeles, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I live okay. in San Diego. I live in San Diego County. Okay. So yeah. I'm at the very Northern part of San Diego County. And if you go about 20 miles North, you're into what they call Riverside County, which is where our right. office is. So yeah, it's, it's uh, the old days of Romy stomping grounds uh, in the early days uh, in his career, he was on the radio at night. And uh, yeah. he's, talking, he's talking sports at night. That's before this thing called the internet. You might have right. The internet really, really popular. And this other thing that people <laughs> seem to be uh, attached to a lot, social media or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Right. Yes. So, I mean, that was, that was way back when, before all that was so popular. And so we had these things called uh, transistor radios and, and other radios. <laughs> and and we, that's how we used to learn more and, you know, be involved and attached. And so, you know, I'm a big sports guy. Um, our, our kids are 
sports people and uh, we used to listen to Romy on the radio and so uh yeah good times up all night anyway um yeah I've, I've always been a fan um but anyhow okay so uh now that we've kind of got into that a little bit off track before we even start uh, let's get back on track take me down uh, memory lane and let's talk about Mike Stromso and uh give my audience a little bit of lesson history lesson on you well I, I am a proud independent insurance agent I've been a proud independent insurance agent my entire career uh, almost 35 years so in about uh Five days, I, I get to enter my 35th year. Uh, I started in the agency business, uh, working for somebody else for 11 years, cut my teeth, did it all, learned everything that I need to know. Uh, so, something that I, I may mention a couple of times, just so everybody's aware, because I, I throw out a lot of acronyms and I throw out a lot of stuff out of the left field because uh, I'm truly at, the, at my heart of hearts a marketing guy. So we call them wins and lessons. I mean, there's wins in life, right? I mean, we have, I mean, we just won a major account yesterday and, and I'm still in the trenches every single day and I love what I do. So yesterday we won a major account. However, there's also lessons, but lessons are something we call failures. Uh, and if nobody died, we're good. We can move on, just learn from it and get better because of it. Because I mean, hence my shirt, if you're not improving every single day, you're falling behind. So uh, that's a little bit about me from a business standpoint. Uh, I, I fell into the leadership chair in a coaching program, uh, not expecting it, not looking for it. About 2012, 2013. Uh, today, it's grown into something very special, an absolute passion of my heart. Uh, personally, I am a family man. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm a father. We have six kids. I'm a grandpa. We have 13 grandkids. Uh, and my, my personal passions uh, include... Uh, Road bicycling is is my freedom, my mind clear, if you will. I love to travel with my bride, but you know something that was on my goal sheets for about three years was uh, something I affectionately and, and lovingly call cousins camp, and uh, it became reality recently. So I am uber pumped. I'm uber excited. And my goal, because within the UPP realm, which is the the coaching consulting side, we have systematized and digitized pretty much everything that we've developed. And, and I, my goal is to teach these young kids everything I know about entrepreneurship so that they can take it into their lives as they get older. And whatever they want to be in life, they can be anything they want. But I want to give them the tools from the trenches real life stuff. I mean, they won't be able to get this in any school that they attend. I'm going to give them entrepreneurship as a gift and I'm going to put it on a silver platter and I'm going to teach them everything I know about it so they can take it out there in the world. And that, that and I'm going to travel the world teaching them this stuff. I've yeah. already, we, we already had our first session. They told me where they want to travel to in the world. We got places like Australia. We got people that even want to travel to just place, this place called California down in Florida. So we're going to travel it and we're going to talk about it. We're going to teach it. We're going to live it and experience it. And I, I, I couldn't be more excited. Look out world. You got to release some killer salespeople or business minded folks or marketing folks. I love you say you're marketing guy first, but yeah, I, I'm excited for you because, um, you know, I got to say, you know, before I get too deep into it, I got to on the show, I got to thank my man, Chris Paradiso for introducing you and I, um, and, the first time we talked, you I think it was the day that you had your first cousin's camp or the day after, and you were so excited about that. I could see it all over your face. You guys are listening to it, but I could see it. And he was so pumped, you know, for his 13 grandkids. I know you said some of them weren't there, but for the most part, they were all there, and you were excited about it. You've been working on it for a long, long time. 
Now, I got to ask you this before we get deep into anything else is, is it different training kids as opposed to doing your sales training stuff with adults? And is there stuff that you wish adults would learn from kids and vice versa? There's a difference? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> if any of my teammates are listening to this, please accept my sincere apologies. As you know, I love to laugh, never to cry because... That's the better option. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, the first thing that came to my mind is I also have a great friend, John O'Leary, uh, who spoke at our boot camp in 2015. The man changed my life forever. And uh, I don't know, you and I could probably sit here for hours trading stories and I can go down that rabbit trail and I'm not going to. But uh, John O'Leary, um, you know, had a gas can explode in his garage when he was eight or nine years old in the St. Louis area. Uh, burned his body to the point where he wasn't supposed to live. He did. And not only did he live, he lives what he calls affectionately on fire. Uh, I had the opportunity to see him speak in 2014. And anytime that I encounter somebody that changes my life and I was sitting there listening to him and I said, you know, the OMG moments I was going, Oh, and, and when I encounter that, I endeavor to bring them uh, to people that I know to help them also be influenced by these people. So I had no idea how I was going to be able to afford him and get him into the room, but I did in 2015 and I met the guy, changed my life forever. Uh, so I recently had him uh, on a podcast and um, ultimately his most recent book is called In Awe. And it's about, you know, arousing the childlike curiosity in our adult minds and hearts, because at the end of the day, I mean, one of the things I love about you, Heath, I mean, you're so easy to talk to. You're so easy going. I've learned a little bit about you and I love about who you are as a man and a father and a husband and everything else and, and a business leader. Thank you for all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, John wants us to bring that back out because we, we take things too seriously sometimes, man. You know, at the end of the day, uh, back to training for a minute, uh, I will suggest and, and the reason that all the cousins aren't in the cousins camp yet. I've also identified and trying to get this thing off the ground over the years that age 12 seems to be the age and up that it's going to be a good fit for them. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, we actually uh, talked to a couple of them that are in the nine, 10 year old range and they weren't interested yet. Really? They're too squirrely. They're all over the board, man. They, they want to practice their archery or they want to do their skateboarding and they want to hang out with their friends, whatever that is. They're just not ready yet. So yeah. the, the ones that are in it are 12 and up. And right now we have a group of six to start with. So excited about that. And I will also suggest that they are smarter than kids have ever been at that age because of access to information. I mean, you know, the internet's been coined the information superhighway, right? So, I mean, they are smarter, wiser, more aware of many, many things. I consider a lot of that because of their parents who have gifted them habits and, and, and study habits and everything else as well. So um, yeah, th they're learning at a different level because of the fact that they don't know as much as say, you know, people right. on our sales teams and so forth and so on. That's the only reason. So in addition right. to that, it depends on what the passion of their heart is as to what we're going to teach them. Okay. One of the things that I also asked every one of them was, what do you want to do? I mean, one of my favorite questions is, Heath, if money were not an object yes. and you could do anything else, anything you want with your life, what would you be doing from the passion point in your heart? Uh, so out of 13 kids, you got six of them doing cousins camp. I'm super pumped about that for you. Um, and so in, in comparison with the adults, now when you're talking adults, uh, I love that you said you were a marketing guy first, yet you've been in sales for 35 years. Uh, I love 
and lately it's become more with insurance agencies. What do you think? Do you think to be successful, is it more marketing first, insurance second nowadays, or is it still more sales first, marketing second, or do you think there is a difference? There is a difference. Um, you know, the definition of marketing in my world is the attraction and conversion of your ideal prospect. And your ideal prospect, if you will, is through identification. And, and back to something that you just said, knowing your destination is all you need to get there. Okay, so you got to know what that destination is that you want, whether it be a passion in your life, or somebody that you want to attract and convert into your business uh, at, for, at, from a prospect status. So it is all about the marketing first. Uh, marketing is everything. But at, at the end of the day, uh, that's part of the reason, the big part of the reason why uh, we authored that book uh, and we created the program based on the three P's, people, processes, and promotion in that order. Because you can market, market, market all you want, but if you're not positioned or you haven't positioned your business to convert those prospects, then you're just wasting marketing dollars. So back at the end of the day, I love, love, love marketing. I love everything about it. Uh, I will suggest to everybody out there listening uh, or watching that it is changing. It's constantly changing. If you're not getting better every single day and understanding what's going on in the marketing world, you're going to get left behind. Or in the words of Will Rogers, if you just sit there, you're going to get run over. So uh, you got to keep getting better every single day. You got to keep learning the new strategies. And, and also I've learned uh, from many, many marketing mentors that I've studied uh, a couple of things real quick. Look at what everybody else is doing and do the exact opposite. Look at what everybody else is doing, do the exact opposite. Secondly, uh, you've got to have a sweet mix of online and offline strategies, online and offline. In addition to that, you have to understand the conversation that's going on in the back of the mind of your prospects or the people that you're trying to attract and convert because everybody thinks differently and everybody reacts differently and everybody's got a different hook, if you will, that they're going to respond to and allow to get into their mouth so you can yank it. All right. So at the end of the day, you've got to understand all of that. In addition to that, if you want to reach 100% of the marketplace, you've got to use 100% of the ways back to online and offline. In addition to that, you know, I've learned from uh, people that I study under, um, you know, people that have presented at our boot camps, et cetera, et cetera, that, you know, my friends, if you think you're going to attract and convert somebody just by throwing out a couple of emails or making one or two phone calls, uh, I would say you are, you're mistaken. You're setting yourself up for too many lessons. I don't want that for anybody. It takes a strong, dedicated, organized effort to reach any particular marketplace nowadays. And how many times should you follow up with the prospect, Keith? What do you think? Well, I know your answer, and I was going to lead you down that trail, but I've always heard, you know, somewhere in the range of, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. But I know just because I've, I've read and I've talked to you that you do, what, 27 times? Is that correct? Well, th that's back to nurturing our existing acre of diamonds. Okay. Which is a separate right. conversation. Uh, right. my, my answer is as many times as it takes. Right, 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 right. That's a good so, answer. Hang on just a second. All right. This is great podcasting, Mike. You're just leaving the show. Where's he going, audience? All right, here well, he comes. I, I, I don't know I about you. I, I, will, I will sense that you are a visual male, are you? Of course. <laughs> like you said, you and I are separated at birth here, sounds like. Go ahead. Oh, so anyway, did, did I tell you what that means? Oh, yeah. I okay. agree. I second. I'm with you. I second. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, 
you know, I, I got up because I'm a visual male as well. I've got stuff all around me that I see consistently so I can continue to educate my mind on a daily basis because I've also learned from one of our coaches and I've got three coaches. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we continue to learn every single day. And, and one of the coaches told me on uh, February 5th of 2019, so uh, not to keep, I want to keep this evergreen, but at the end of the day, that's uh, well over a year, almost two years ago. Um, right. She said, people need to hear things seven times. Now that day didn't impact me at all. I don't remember the date, but she said, people need to hear things seven times. So me too, I need to hear it multiple times to get it into this thick noggin of mine. <laughs> so anyway, so this is my sales statistics sheet that I just went and grabbed. Now this is a little dated. And it says 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 48%. 80% of sales are made on the 5th or the 12th contact. My friends, the only competition that you have is that, that you make it for yourselves. Don't make any competition for yourselves. Just get out there and do it, do it, do it. In the words of Michael Gerber, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Just keep doing it. Michael Gerber, who wrote the E-Myth and, and many other business books. I, about I love it. the E-Myth. Uh, in fact... A good friend of mine, uh, Wesley Anderson, just told me about the E-Myth, and I started reading on it. Uh, I guess I, I may have finished it. I may be. Anyway, uh, great book. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I studied under Michael. I actually spoke after Michael on a stage a few years ago. So There you go. And, and if you come out to California, let me know. He lives not too far from me. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Anyway, so fast forward back to the sales statistics. You know, 80% of sales are made on the 5th to 12th contact. Well, you know, it's changed. I don't know if you're aware of things keep changing. In fact, you know there's three things certain in life now, right? Change, change, and change. <laughs> I love that. Can I, can I share that with others? Sure. Okay, fantastic. So at the end of the day, death, taxes, and change. But you're right. absolutely right. You know, and if we want things to change, we need to change. It's really that simple. So uh, we, we need to keep changing. We need to keep getting better every single day. It takes now, this is a most recent uh, data on, you know, attracting and converting prospects as an example, you know, one to three touches just to re-engage an inactive customer. One to five to engage a prospect who's in the buying window and who's familiar with you and your band, brand. Three to 10 touches to engage a prospect who has a high degree of familiarity with you and your brand, but not in the buying window. 10 touches, okay? Five to 12 touches to engage a warm inbound lead. Five to 12. So, you know, I'll go, I could go on about that, but ultimately at the end of the day, friends, it takes a number of touches to engage people and convert them in many situations. Not every situation. I mean, there is strategies that can be employed to, you know, convert inbound leads right there, right then and there. And part right. of our thought process within our agency business is, hey, Heath, it's great chatting with you today. I'm glad we gathered all your information. And I am so happy that this is the last phone call you need to make. Let's get you taken care of right now. There you go. So, so you yeah, go. I went through a sales program. If you've listened to enough episodes, uh, whether it's you or my audience, you know, I went through a sales training called Pace Setters. That's one of the big things that Diane Masterson teaches. Uh, she's one, of, you know, one of the best, you know, that I've ever known. Yeah. And she said some of those exact same statistics. And it really blew my mind when I heard that for the first time to think all this time, because I started when I was 21, 22 years old and I would go and I would, you know, knock on that Mr. Prospect door, literally knocking on doors. And then, you know, the first time I'd go see him, Hey, Mr. Strom, so, you know, I'd love to talk to you about doing your insurance. No, not right now. 
cross them off my list and move on. You know, fast forward 10 years later, that happens. I'm going to call them back, you know, probably four or five, six more times till I, or email them or touch them on Facebook or however many touches I got to get to. And so I wish I'd have known some of those things at 21, 22, even up into my 30s. You know, I would give up after one, two, three times back then. And so you guys that are listening that are quitting after that or crossing them off your list, oh, they don't want to buy, that's baloney because they do. You got to give them five or six tries and stay consistent. Absolutely. Well, you know the definition of no, right? Hit me. Next opportunity. There you go. Just because they say no today doesn't mean they're going to say no tomorrow. You just have one of those. Do you just have one of those calendars with inspirational sayings on it? You just keep spitting them out. I love it. Now, you know what? It's a result of. It's a result of ongoing constant study. Yep. Because somebody said to me. In fact, I, I get young people in the industry that approach me all the time. They say, "You know, Mike, hey, I'm just starting out. Uh, you know, you've been around a while. What do you suggest I do first? Without question. And, and you may have one of these in your possession now. Yep, I do. It may be a different color, but it's the same yep. thing. And, and for oh, those yeah. of you who are just uh, listening only, this is a what we affectionately call the mirror of truth. There's only one person that stands between you and success. And if you open it up, it's the mirror. It's the yeah. mirror of truth. And I, I highly encourage these uh, younger people or anybody for that fact, if you don't know where to start, you need to start in the mirror of truth. You need to start with yourself. You need to continue to get better every day. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have something that works for you that you can work on every single day to constantly improve yourself. Because, you know, if you want things to change, you have to change because if you're willing to change, everything will change for you. You know, we attract exactly what we are and who we become. So if we're not becoming more every single day, uh, again, we're going to get left behind. So, you know, somebody challenged me and said, hey, tell me what you do every morning. And I, and I walked them through it and they said, wow, how long does that take? I said, I don't know. Let me time it. And so I did uh, within the next couple of days. It's an hour and 15 minutes. There you go. So an hour, so- hour and 15 minutes. Not every single day, but, you know, the majority of the days, that's where the stuff gets logged in here. Like we were talking about our thick skull earlier and seven times or more. Yep. No, you're, you're right. And so, you know, I want to go back for a minute because some of the things you talked about a minute ago and what we're talking about right now um, is, is where I'm wanting to lead you in the conversation that we had not too long ago. And I want to have it right now as well is, you know, you, you talked about when you see someone going this way, you want to go the opposite. You talk about the online and offline and, you know, just to re- you know, reiterate where you were a minute ago, reset that conversation. And some of the things you're talking about right now, I think what I'm seeing right now, especially during this time period, uh, if you listen to this five years from now, hopefully we're laughing about this pandemic and it's over, but I have a feeling we're, we may not be, we may still be wearing masks. Who knows? But um, I've noticed working with agents over the last six, eight months, these smaller agencies that are able to be nimble, that are able to do the exact opposite, that are able to, to make those changes and pivots are the ones that are thriving right now. And the, the big clunky agencies, as I like to call them, no offense if you're a big agency, but if you're a big agency that's not willing to move or be nimble, I think you're getting left behind. Going back to your shirt, if you're not improving, you're falling behind. What do you say? What are you seeing in California? We are seeing uh, extreme competition, extreme change. And you're absolutely right. The smaller agencies who might be a little bit more nimble or what I've coined to be agile, uh, a lot of them are thriving. Um, but, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I've got to interject. It's back to the marketing. It's back to the promotion, marketing, promotion, marketing, promotion, marketing. Yeah. You know, uh, P.T. Barnum, 
I don't, have you, by the way, oh have my you God. seen the movie The Greatest Sa- um, The Greatest Showman? Oh my gosh, my kid's favorite movie. We watch it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen it eight times all right myself all, already myself. I love that movie. Oh but my anyway, gosh. P.T. Barman said, you know, uh, without promotion, something terrible happens. Nothing. Nothing, exactly. So promotion and marketing is everything. You've got to continue to promote. I have to continue to market. And, you know, one of my greatest marketing mentors said, you know, if you haven't pissed somebody off by noon, you're not doing your job. <laughs> that's so good. At, at the end of the day, you've got to have that thickness of skin. And that comes from ongoing study, constant improvement. So, you know, earlier this year, uh, you, you mentioned uh, this adversity that we're going through. Uh, you know, the, my, the first thing that I do anytime that going gets tough, you know, I, I was fortunate enough in 2007 or 2008, a long time ago, uh, I was in a very large room down in Florida studying from somebody outside of our industry, the wealthiest man that I ever studied under a billionaire. And he just kept drop, dropping gold nugget after gold nugget after gold nugget that day, including you don't know what you don't know. Think about that for a minute. He also, he's the one that also taught me, hey, if nobody died, we can recover. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. Okay. He also gifted every person in the room at the end of that day, uh, a CD. And I have worn out four of them. I've given out hundreds of books of this particular CD. In addition to that, it's on this, this platform called YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it seems to be pretty popular. Uh, in fact, people right. replace their, their television with YouTube, but it's the strangest secret by Earl Nightingale. And, and I have listened to that. I, I'll guess more than a thousand times because of my worst days. I mean, let's be clear, folks. I mean, not every day is a great day. There's challenges out there. I got challenges going on right now, but it's what we do with those challenges that makes us who we are. Okay. So that's what I listen to on my toughest days is the strangest secret. And it's on YouTube. It's absolutely free. Uh, but if you go search it on YouTube, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale, make sure you listen to the one. It's produced by the Coconut Code or something like that. That's the original one. And it starts with his wife, Diana Nightingale, as the intro. It's by Coconut something. So anyway, um, go listen to it. I mean, you know, it, it really sets the platform for what it's all about in our experience. Back to what we're going through right now. Okay. So, I learned that, you know, when this happened earlier this year, I said, I need to start figuring out the game plan because I get to sit in a leadership chair for a couple of different companies and people are silently waiting to be led. And if I don't lead them in the right way, not only one, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Two, I'm letting them down. Three, I'm letting down their families. Four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Right. So I started studying. I turned to one of my mentors. I started studying more. I started learning more about how we're going to go through this. Okay. And that's where what you said in the beginning before we went on came from. Okay. So I coined the thought process that we're not going to go through this adversity. We are going to grow through this adversity. There is no other options. And what I also learned in that training was the fact that, you know, the greatest attribute for anybody to grow through this adversity is exactly what I think you were leading towards is agility. We've got to be agile. We have to be ready and able to shift on a dime. That's back to change, you know, death taxes and change. But in addition to that, it's about preparing ourselves and getting better every single day. Because if we're not improving every single day, if we're not helping our teams improve every single day, if we're not investing in learning and coaching and training to get better every single day, we're going to get left behind. And so, you know, we have positioned uh, our insurance agency business 
uh, with an incredible leadership team. It, we've reinvented our agency uh, three times in the last four years. Why? Because we need to keep changing. I mean, I, I don't know that we're one of those uh, large agencies that you referred to, but you know, we're, we're a team of 17 people. We've got number 18 starting uh, in about a week. So at the end of the day, we're getting bigger. But you know, the reason that we're able to continue to shift on a dime and be agile to grow through this adversity is because we have installed you know, the three P's, the people, the processes and promotion in our agency. And we operate on a platform that is consistently dialed in. And we've got our, our finger on the pulse, if you will, of everything yeah. that's going on in our agency through the processes that are in place being led by excellent people. So at the end of the day, if you will install the platforms and move to hire excellent people only, just excellent people. That's all you can be satisfied with. And I'm going to tell you something in just a minute if you're open to me sharing about this. But, you know, excellent people working within world-class processes and systems. And once you got those two pieces of the puzzle in place, then all you get to do, you don't have to do anything, Heath. You get to do it. It is a privilege. It is an honor to be able to get up every day and participate. You get to promote the heck out. And when you yeah, get that, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I just... Before you get into the people thing, I wanted to ask you, um, because I know, like you said a minute ago, you and I could probably go for a long time, um, and I want to try to keep it uh, short for them, and maybe you can come back on and we can talk about other things. However, okay, we hit February or March, let's say March, mid-March, when we hit the actual shutdown, pandemic, quarantine, and you know, people were either freaking out or looking at this as an opportunity. Uh, do you think, okay, you've already got your people in place, uh, now you think it starts with the yeah, with the processes and, you know, kind of putting that in place? Or you think people start with the, the, the promotion and the marketing? Or is it kind of one of those things that, you know, hand in hand there together? You know, you've like I said, you've already got your people. I want to hear your, your people's story. But are you did you challenge an agent or did you challenge people back then to change their processes or look at adding different processes or what? You know, it really depends on where uh, an entrepreneur is at. Right. You know, if they're just starting out and it's just them or maybe them and one other person. I mean, I started from scratch over 20 years ago. So I, it was me. It was me and me alone for about six months before I was able to grow to the point where I could even think about bringing on right. my first team member. So it depends on where you're at. I mean, if you're just starting out and you really don't have a book of business yet, well, of course, you've got to promote, promote. the heck out of yourself and everything else that you can bring to the table to begin to grow before you can think about the people. Now, let's not lose sight of the fact that when I say when it's mentioned the people, that includes yourself. That's back to the sure. mirror of truth. Just because you need to work your fanny off, excuse the term, to grow your business and promote the heck out of it, you still got to keep working on yourself. No, you're, you're exactly right. So I just see, you know, from what I've seen over the last six, eight months, I see a lot more people diving into their processes more, whether they're changing them or adding processes or, you know, trying to become more agile, as you would say. And I really think that that's something I'm hoping that trend continues and that we're not back here, um, in 2018 or 17, what we used to do, what we've always done. I like oh, what you're talking about with the change. Well, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get the same thing you always got. Which it could have been successful, but those things are going to change. Amen. Death taxes and change. So back to the end of the situation, um, it's consistency. It's consistency of delivery. I don't know if you've heard, there's a restaurant company out there, McDonald's. <laughs> right. 
I mean, right. I, I, I study industry. I study businesses. There's another one out on the West Coast called In-N-Out. Yeah. They just they just opened an In-N-Out hamburger in Aurora, Colorado. I don't know if you saw this. Do you know how long the flipping line was to get a hamburger? <laughs> Probably as long as a Chick-fil-A line is every day. 14 hours. You are kidding me. No. no it better be the... It better be the best dang burger I've ever put in my mouth for 14 hours. Well, you know, back to McDonald's, back to In-N-Out. But think about this for a minute. What are they peddling? Food. A hamburger. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, you know, I know the In-N-Out story pretty intimately. Yeah. Still a private company. It's back to less is more. Less is more. And, and I believe that in my heart of hearts in so many different ways. Less yeah. is more. They only sell primarily three things. Hamburgers, fries, and shakes. But what they do, they do it so well that just like Walt Disney said, you've heard of the Disney, Disneyland, Disney World and all that. Walt Disney said, and I've studied Walt intimately, you know, Walt said, do what you do so well that people want to come back and they want to bring their friends. It's the experience. The E plus F equals C, the R plus T equals MFT. And I know I just dropped that out of left field on you. I tend to do that. Maybe more some other time on that. But back to the processes for just a minute. It's that consistency. Why is the line at In-N-Out? Why is the line at McDonald's so long? Because they do it. They do it well. Not, I'm not suggesting that McDonald's is that great, but they do it well enough for the majority of people that they keep coming back and they will sit there in line as long as they need to to get what they want because they're consistent. If you go to a McDonald's in California, in Arkansas, in Tokyo, you're going to generally get the same thing consistently. And it's back to that consistency. That's where the processes are so critically important. But in order to consistently deliver world-class processes, you've got to have the excellent people. True. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And that was, you know, back to my producer days. That was one of the things that, you know, i got to give credit to, you know, the principal of the agency I worked at. He had the processes and the people there. Um, and all I had to do was go out and promote the heck out of myself and market, market, market. But he had the right people, you know, that, you know, from A to Z, I, I knew I had one person I took all my commercial to, one person I took all my personal lines to, even one person that I took all of my certificates to, because I did a lot of contractor work. And, you know, if you do contractors, you got to have, you know, someone does certificates and do them quickly. And anyhow, but those processes, once I figured it out, and I bucked it at first, because I was like, eh, I'm the young guy, I don't need these systems. But once I got into the processes, it made my life that much better. And again, back to, I'm hoping this is a trend that's here to stay and getting rid of that old, this is what we used to do thing. Well, back to, you don't know what you don't know, right? Heath? Yep. Yep. Um, but I do want to hear this people story real quick uh, before we dive into anything else. Yeah. So um, I have been privileged uh, to work with just some incredible companies. Uh, I got invited to sit in a small room almost a couple of decades ago. Uh, it was an M&A guy uh, who was hosting about 12 people that day and I got the invitation. You know, my great encouragement, if you get invited to an opportunity and it makes sense, do it, please. Even if you don't know what you don't know, go there and learn because the day we stop learning is the day we stop growing. I went to this um, small meeting that day. I learned so much and I continue to talk about it and continue to think about it consistently. I'm going to follow it up with the end of this. But two things I learned that day from this M&A guy in our industry. Now, this M&A guy did not plan small deals. 
he only did M&As for agencies that are 2.5 million and up revenue. So he generally dealt in bigger deals. And one of the two things I learned that day from him that were big time game changers for me was one about producer compensation structure for another day. The second thing that I learned that day, you must be consistently replacing your weakest link. So I'll set the table with that. Now, fast forward, I've been privileged in my insurance agency career to work in commercial insurance and work with very large companies. Case in point, an entrepreneur who built his company from zero to $1.3 billion in revenue. So when he was about seven or 800 million, because I mean, I knew him when he had nothing. Wow. And we're still friends today. At the end of the day, I got the point, the positioning to ask him uh, when he was about seven to 800 million, hey, what was the key to your success? I want to share that with everybody because my friends, this is, in my opinion, the absolute key. We've got it going on within our own living agency laboratory, which is our business right now. Uh, and I would encourage everybody to think about this. I've got this on my walls everywhere because I look at it all the time to remind my mind, to continue to train my mind. I said, hey, congratulations. It was great to see you. That particular forum wasn't a good place to ask this question. It's been an honor to be part of the blank evolution, not to drop the company name. My question for you was, if you had to pick just one thing that you've done that's made all the difference in helping you achieve your current level, what would that be? I continue to study success and I'm only curious. Now, keep in mind, seven, 800 million revenue company, now 1.3 billion what was the key? Came back to me and said, hey, sorry for the long time I've taken to answer your question, but I wanted to give it some thought. Appreciate that. Said simple. When I evaluate all the decisions I've made and how I got there, there's one common theme and it's team. Together, everybody achieves more. You can't win if everyone does not have the same vision. I'm only successful because of the balance you need within a team. Here we go again. After all, you're only as good as your weakest link. So, you know, we've got to make sure you're any business whether it be inside or outside of our industry, is only as good as the weakest link. So you've got to be consistently evaluating your people and make sure you've got nothing but excellence on the front lines, taking care of the marketplace. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of this, Heath. They don't need us anymore. They can go online. They can, I mean, it's a 24-7, 365 world now. And you're exactly right. Of that, I mean, they, they can jump ship anytime they want, but they don't want to. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to pay for it. They don't want to change it. And God forbid they don't want to use it. But, 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 but when they do and they do, we've got to be there for them. And we have to show up like nobody else. You're exactly right. And I love that you, you shared that because, you know, that's something that is, it's, I don't know, it's huge in our industry because you're right. They can buy it online. But, you know, the people that do, they're still going to call an independent agent when they have a claim or when they have a problem. They may have bought from Geico. Now, they may have bought from whoever else, but they're always going to come back to Mike Stromso or Heath Sharon or whoever it may be when they have a problem. In addition to that, make sure that if you're ever in that position where you win, that you document what happened. I mean, case in point, one of the, you know, I, I am so privileged to have so many awesome things happen in my journey. Um, recently, uh, this year, I got to battle an insurance uh, company for nine months, two, two claim denials. They denied it twice. But I learned from my friend Rudy, Rudy Rudiger from the movie Rudy, Rudy. Yeah. He spoke at our boot camp in 2017. So I, I know Rudy, great guy. Now I, I learned from him among many other things and I've got it right here on my monitor. It says never quitting lasts for the rest of your life. Regardless of your past, you have a spot's future. When it, when it gets too tough, just turn the page to a blank page. That is your future. 
the blank page. Or in the words of some of our UPP Platinum coaching members, uh, I'll quit tomorrow. All the same thing. So I never yeah. gave up. Denied twice, but I believe that it was covered. So I continued, battled them for nine months. We won. The client and got the check. That, that's something that maybe a, an online writer wouldn't have done because they didn't exactly. have the human elements taken out of it all together. Well, there's no relationship. Right. Money follows trust. Back to the MFT. So at the end of the day, uh, it was a 70K check. And so we put it into the hands of the customer. And of course, they were like, you know, over the moon. So I said, hey, and by the way, this is another courage for anybody that may have, you know, a growing agency and have some clients. Think about this question. How many of your clients write a check to nobody else but your agency for any insurance needs, period? I don't know that you can answer that question 100%. I can't. I don't know to whom many can. I mean, the that's entire, what I'm saying. I don't think you can. The entire account. Well, this is one of the, I will suggest a handful of clients in our agency of 4,500 clients that we can say that. So it I is mean, that's the dream client. That's what we all want. Well, that, that, by the way, back to our vision organizer, which is knowing your destination is all you need to get there. Our leadership team has a vision organizer that goes out a decade. So that's part of our vision is to create an agency full of dream clients. I love that term, by the way. Can I share that with other people? Sure. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate the share, Heath. So anyway, this dream client, I said, Hey, would you mind if we create a case study based on what happened in this situation? They came into the office last Friday and uh, our marketing team, uh, who's very talented, set up the video cameras and the whole nine yards. We have the whole thing on tape. So at the end of the day, uh, we couldn't be more privileged. We couldn't be more honored. I can't wait to get that produced so we can share it. I'll, I'll send you a, a link when it gets done. But yes. Because that's the encouragement for everybody. When something awesome happens like that and you go the extra, extra, extra mile, make sure that you document it so you can inspire and encourage other people. And, and you know, selfishly, it will become a key part of our promotional Promotion. arsenal. Yeah. Because we've done this three or four times just this year already. Yeah. And that goes, like you said, it goes back to promotion, promotion, promotion. And I love that your system, and again, I'm just now getting into your books. I got it last night. Um, and, you know, it's such a simple, I hate to say simple because I don't want to be an insult, but it is such a simple, easy formula of the three P's. And again, it's not anything difficult. You know, like you said, it's people, processes, and promotion. And I love that you and I both are more, you know, we, we love people, yeah, obviously, but we love the marketing. We love promotion. Um, I don't know if we really are separated at birth and the process is probably the hardest thing for you. Um, but I do think that the people and the promotion, it's huge. All three of those are huge part of, and as I'm getting into this, uh, you know, I'm just now getting into the processes part. Uh, I wanted to skip that chapter, but I'm glad I'm not because there's already some good stuff in there. So, you know, if it takes like more than one or two seconds, it's uh, way too long for me because, uh, and I know you're a fire ready aim guy. I think we talked about that the other day. So everybody needs to identify their top three personal gifts, talents, or vital functions, whatever they are. Everybody's got them. Mine, sales, coaching, and marketing. Those are my three. I, I've, I can go on about the long story of how I determine that, but ultimately at the end of the day, those are the three singular words about that. Okay. I love, love, love those things. If I, if I get home at the end of the day and I've been doing that 80 to 90% of my day, my wife says, how's your day? I said, oh my gosh, day was off the freaking charts. That's what we want for everybody. Now, identify everybody in the balance within a team. So everybody's having that same experience. Everybody's got personal gifts, talents, vital functions that they operate within. So if I'm not good at processes, I've got somebody who is and I'm empowering 
and elevating them. Not delegate. I've changed it from delegate. I used to say delegate and elevate a lot. I no longer say delegate. I say empower. It's a different kind of mindset. And our mindsets, our skill set, our heart sets, what we live by. That's all brand new. And I'm, I've got that all in development here. So anyway, so I'm empowering and elevating. Empowering gives somebody complete power and authority to do something. So I want to empower excellent people. And guess what I get to do? Whatever I want to do. It's called <laughs> freedom. That's right. I love it. I love that's it. All, that's all we want for people. Because yeah. the majority of my days, I do whatever I want to do. And so, Like, like hanging out with you here. This is fun. Uh, and I hate to wrap it up. Uh, but I do want you uh, to give... One, if you can, uh, one piece of advice to the larger agencies that are trying to be more agile, where can they start? If they're thinking, we're so big, there's so much to change, there's so much to do, there's no way we can do it, we have too many employees, too many of this, what could you tell them uh, to be more nimble or agile or something they can do uh, to pivot a little bit? There's two things. Okay. And I know I put that up, but two things. One, get crystal clear on who the leadership team is if you're not yet. If you said, Mike, what's the best thing going on in your agency right now? Well, there's a lot of good things going on in our agency right now. But the best thing in our agency right now, the strongest part of our agency is our leadership team, our leadership team. So make sure that your leadership team is strong. They are all on what we call the same page. We've had to make shifts in our leadership team. It's not been easy, you know. In the words of Les Brown, Les Brown said, if you do what's easy, your life's going to be hard. But if you do what's hard, your life's going to be easy. Well, it sounds to me, before you get to number two, but it sounds to me like, because I like how you said crystal clear, because you, you know, you can be on the same page. My wife and I always say we're on the same page, but we're not always in the same paragraph. And so um, being crystal clear puts you on the same page, the same paragraph, same sentence, uh, even, you know, same punctuation mark. Yep. Absolutely true. So secondly, um, it's all about your people. You've got to identify who your weakest links are and you've got to update and upgrade. And oh, I love the power of three. So I'm going to add a third. The power of three is three things. Keep it simple enough. Power of three. The third thing is your culture. If you don't have core values, these are the core values within our insurance agency business. We live and die by our core values. So back to the weakest link. If your weakest link or links are not living by your core values and are not operating within your core values on a daily basis within the business realm, it may be cause for an update because what you're going to identify within your organization, everybody's going to go, wow, they're serious. They're serious about growth. They're serious about becoming more. They're serious about making progress. They're serious about growing through this adversity, not just going through this adversity, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all about the explanation from the leadership team as to why we're doing these things. And having let's a grow. Plan. Let's grow. Exactly. Uh, I have grow. to give a uh, huge kudos to my teammate, Andrea Wyatt, for, for coming up with that through this adversity. One day she goes, hey, you know how we say let's go? I said, yeah. She goes, I got something new. I said, what is it? She goes, let's grow. I love it. So, you know, it's our core values and we live and die by these. I mean, we passed on a hire recently because they did not meet our core values. Let's grow. I, I'm going to steal that. Do you mind if I steal that from her and you? She doesn't mind. She's, she's one of the most giving people I know. Dude, let's grow. I absolutely love that. Um, there's so many things I had written down on this. And again, they can't see. We're terrible at this thing because they can't see what I, I got tons of stuff written down that I wanted to go over with you. You got to promise you'll come back someday. Um, 
And if not, uh, we're going to talk off air because uh, I'm I've been taking notes and all kinds of stuff. Um, I uh, love it. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, if you, I do this most of my shows. I would like to do it just because you're full of it. Uh, I don't mean full of it. What are you talking about? No, mean? I mean like <laughs> full of gold nuggets. So to speak. I know, I know. Let me I, let me give you let me give you the keys to the city for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna let you take over. I'm gonna hit mute. Uh, drop some sort of inspiration, education, you know, inspire us, whatever it may be, because uh, I would love the audience to end with a, a gold nugget from Stromso before we wrap up. Got it. You know, my friends, uh, at the end of the day, um, oh, here, I got one. Uh, in my own training and development, I have uh, learned so much from so many iconic people. But one of the things that I do, I talked about earlier in this in the show, thank you so much, Heath, for inviting me to Insurance Town. Insurance, the insurance industry has been so good to myself, so good to my family, and it has set the foundation for a legacy that will live on for generations. Two or three years ago in my own personal development training, I was sitting in a training event outside of our industry, and I was learning and listening, and something hit me like a two by four up the side of my head. And it was the greatest salesman in the world by Og Mandino. And so what I do is I, I go onto this platform. You might have heard of it. Uh, Amazon, Audible, they seem to be pretty popular. I do have a mistress, by the way, from a transparency standpoint. My wife knows about her. Her name is Audible. And so I went on to Audible and bought the book, The Greatest Salesman in the World. I recommend you do too, but Og Mandino. And so what I found in that book was the ancient scrolls for success. And then I found there was a sequel. So I ordered the sequel. I went through the um, greatest salesman in the world four times, the Audible and the book. I went through the sequel three times, the Audible and the book. And I'm going to share with you exactly what I learned from those two books. We formalized and put it together. I've got this right here in front of me and I read it every single morning. It's part of my goals that drives me in that hour and 15 minutes. My friends, Here's the bottom line. Today, I begin a new life. I will greet this day with love in my heart. I will persist until I succeed. I am nature's greatest miracle. I had trouble with that one because I, I try to be humble as much as I can. But you've got gifts. You've got personal talents that nobody else has. Unleash them on the world. They're waiting for you. I will live this day as go for my last. Leave nothing on the field. Today, I will be the master of my emotions. I will laugh at the world. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. I will act now. I will pray for guidance. That's not for everybody. I get that. And then in the sequel, I learned never again will I pity or belittle myself. It's okay. We all make mistakes and learn lessons. Never again will I greet the dawn without a map. Have a plan. Never again will I be disagreeable to a living soul. Always will I seek the seed of triumph in every adversity. Never again will I perform any task less than my best. Always will I throw my whole self into the task at hand. Never again will I wait and hope for opportunity to embrace me. Always will I examine each night my deeds of the fading day. What affirmative I mastered today, what passion opposed, what temptation resisted, what virtue acquired. And always will I maintain, maintain contact through prayer with my creator again. I get that. But at the end of the day, my friends, have a plan, execute the plan, and execute it most importantly when you don't feel like it that's where the rubber hits the road i hope that helped no that was awesome uh definitely did help for sure and uh, i i'm I, this is my show uh and so I, uh, I i'm proud you know i'm a proud believer and i'm proud that you'd said something about prayer and you know whether they believe or not 
you know, I'm proud that you brought that up on the show and I don't ever want anybody to shy away from that. So, um, you know, I appreciate you blessing us with that and bringing that up because I think that's huge. I think that uh, if you're not praying for your agency right now, you should be, um, and your leadership it's part of my hour and 15 minutes every morning, man. Yep. And I think that's fantastic. Um, and not just cause I'm a former pastor, just cause I'm a believer first. And so, uh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. Um, now, uh, to wrap up the last question I'll ask you is if you will share your contact info, whatever it can be, um, you know, whether it's a phone number, an email address, a, a handle for Twitter or that thing called Facebook, social media, whatever it may be. Well, I, I would suggest you just go to Google. When we call it GTS, Google that stuff or whatever word yeah. you want to use. Just GTS my name, Mike Stromso, S-T-R-O-M-S-O-E. I'll, I'll throw out, uh, I have no problem with this. My uh, personal direct line is 951-265-0455. You can call me, text me, whatever you want at that number. Uh, let me know how I can help you. My goal is to help people uh, personally and professionally in every way because we're all only here for a short time. Now, that's when you know you've made it, when you can just tell people, oh, just Google me. But um, if they do Google you, and they're going to find that you've got all kinds of you know programs and videos, and you've got a boot camp, and you've got all kinds of things. Um, do you have a website they can go to to find, or you just want to have them just Google or GTS it? <laughs> if, if you really want to get involved, I got two things going on right now. Uh, this is something that we have launched because we chose to grow through this adversity. Let's grow. Let's grow. Uh, UPPFaststart.com. UPPFaststart.com. People can jump on. We do, we're doing it um, monthly, if not every other month, but we're doing it often. Yeah, it's the platform to help people grow. It's a, an entire one-day session uh, surrounding everything in the three Ps taught personally by yours truly, proudly taught by yours truly. Uh, BeUnstoppableBootCamp.com, BeUnstoppableBootCamp.com is our live annual event. We are going to have it uh, November of 2021. Lisa Gibbons will be there. I don't know if you've heard of Lisa Gibbons. Ask your wife. She probably has. Uh, she'll be there live uh, meeting the VIP folks. In addition to that, Nick Lowry, Hall of Famer, uh, NFL champion, Nick Lowry will be there. Uh, I know both of them personally. So, uh, they're going to be there sharing about business success on how to maybe get to the next level. Uh, and uh, it's just going to be a special time. So uh, I'm out there. Just uh, let me know. Uh, you know, like Rudy said, never quitting lasts for the rest of your life. I don't give up. I never will give up. And thank you again. I, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, have a great holiday season. Uh, have a great 2021. Hopefully I'm going to talk to you, you know, between now and then. But uh Thank you for sharing my audience. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And Heath, uh, this is what I say even to the grocery store checkers when they say, have a great day. Pause. There's power in a pause. And I did a podcast on that. You pause, look them in the eye and say, there's no other options. There you go. Thankful, Thank you. thankful for you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for hanging out with me in Insurance Town today. I hope the content that Mike and I brought you made you a better insurance professional today. Listen, guys, going into 2021, we're going to start having town hall meetings. If that's something that you're interested in, something that you want to be a part of, please email me, Heath, at insurancetownpodcast.com. And maybe we'll have our, our first town hall meeting about town hall meetings in the future. So that's something you got some ideas on, something you want to talk about, something you want to be a part of and brainstorm with me. Again, email me or reach out to me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Also, if you have an idea for your own show, 
reach out to Ready Set Podcast. That's GetReadySetPodcast.com. Or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram. Ready Set Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys. And I look forward to hanging out with you next week.